This is Monocle on Design Extra. It's a short show to accompany our weekly programme where we discuss everything from architecture and craft to furniture and fashion. I'm Maylie Evans. Many of us want our homes to reflect who we are. The items we have on display say much about what we hold dear and perhaps who we would like to be. This is where the role of a stylist comes in. Charged with cultivating a considered display, be it on a coffee table, a bookshelf or maybe a windowsill, this skill can take a few objects and elevate them through careful placement and a considered use of texture, scale and colour palette. Arranging Things is a new title published by Rizzoli, where the New York-based stylist Colin King distills his personal process. Far from a manual or a list of rules, the publication is filled with anecdotes and visual essays, sharing his journey into the profession and inspiration too. Monocle's Gabriella De Santi caught up with Colin at the book's launch in Copenhagen. Stylist and designer Colin King has spent the past few years perfecting his craft. He's based in Manhattan in a recently acquired light-filled Tribeca loft fitted with floor-to-ceiling windows. I truly pinch myself every time I walk into that apartment. There's no doorman. It's very discreet. You get into an elevator. It opens right up to the apartment. You're flooded with light. I have 11, 11 11-foot windows. Colin's signature style is developed around soft, understated tones and defined by abundant use of light and raw materials. It has garnered him a strong following and a growing body of work. From directing editorial features in major international titles to launching his own collections of home designs for a host of brands, and most recently, publishing his first ever book. Titled Arranging Things, the monograph explores Colin King's work across a variety of different projects. It's a thorough collection of inspiring imagery that showcases the stylist's understanding of color, proportion, scale, and texture. We started by discussing how, through its pages, he intends to inspire readers to discover their own language rather than simply providing them with recipes on how to arrange objects in their homes. The thread in the book is really an approachable sense because a lot of people are looking for a formula when it comes to styling. Like, please tell me that I want one coffee table book next to a bowl, next to a candlestick. But I really wanted to encourage people to develop their own sense of what styling is to them. To me, it's a daily practice. Styling really changes the way I feel. When I move things around my environment changes and my relationships to the objects change. It is a new way of seeing, an exciting way of seeing the things I see every day. So I really think that people can do it for themselves. I share a lot of tips and experiences that I've had while doing this work, but I try not to make it formula or a blueprint. It's more of these are tools and explore it yourself. I'm self-taught. I think everyone can teach themselves how to style. It's really in the eye of the beholder, you know, really honing your own vision, your own vocabulary. Colin King hasn't always been working within design in New York City and around the world. He was born in Ohio and has spent many years training as a professional dancer. He found his calling after pitching and producing a story for the New York Times magazine, where he discovered his passion for transporting the beauty of a space onto a page. 
I remember moving back to New York after a long stint in Los Angeles back in 2017. And I had gone to a dinner party. I had seen this beautiful house, this guy, Jack Seglick. He was actually one of the founders of Dean and DeLuca, which was a grocery store in New York. But they really elevated food as art. And he created this vibe in the 70s. So he was like this kind of silent creator of 70s Soho. And he had this amazing property in East Hampton. I was so upset that I hadn't seen this house before. I was like, how, how have I never seen this? It was really there where I not only wanted to explore beautiful design, but I wanted to share it. That really got me into styling because I was able to be there when it was captured. I really see what I do as a translation from this 3D world into a two-dimensional page and to make sure that that essence of a room comes out into the page. So capturing its spirit and its depth and dimension. Ever since, Colin's work has revolved not only around defining his approach to the craft and finding his own language, but just as importantly, promoting what it means to be a stylist and what the role involves. Styling does have a lot of different connotations with it. I mean, growing up as a kid in Ohio, I didn't even know this was a job. When I said stylist, a lot of people think hair or fashion or makeup stylist. But I've really been trying to take back the word styling because there is an art form to it. There's a craft to it. I've had stylists come to me and say, thank you so much for bringing light to our craft because, you know, we've all seen beautiful rooms that don't quite translate as they are in person. So I think the role of a stylist is very important and, and just as important as all of the designers and photographers involved to really help tell the story and, and preserve its memory because most of us will never see all the rooms we see in pictures and books. As he keeps traveling to meet clients and working on a range of different projects, Colin is preparing for new launches of his own collections. These include his first ever line of furniture pieces for Copenhagen brand Auto and a series of textile designs for Australian brand Cultivar. For him, evolving in his career means always embarking on different paths and developing a design language that is versatile enough to allow him to always explore new grounds. I love when clients come to me and they ask me to do something that's maybe a little bit outside of my comfort zone. I work with Roman and Williams a lot. They have a beautiful shop in Soho called The Guild, and they're maximalists. It's very wild and ornate, and I love flexing that side of my brain because I think it's important to have range. You know, a lot of clients come to me and they want the branch, or they want uh, like the poetry of three or four objects. But ultimately, as an artist, I think we're always trying to evolve. No one wants to be cornered into something that's singular. I really like to try a lot of different things and, and practice range. I think it's important. Um, and I'm always trying to evolve. Even sometimes I get sick of myself. I'm like, ah, I just, which I think is fun because you can always change your environment by just simply moving things around. So a lot of things go into storage and then it comes back and then it goes away again or I sell it and I acquire something new. I, I think it's good to be changing all the time. From Copenhagen for Monocle Radio, I'm Gabriele Delisanti. My 
thanks to Gabriele Della Santi. Arranging Things is published by Rizzoli and available at all good bookstores now. That's all for this week, but if you're eager for more design stories, then listen to Tuesday's edition of Monocle on Design. Or if you prefer print, then pick up a copy of Monocle magazine on all good newsstands now. Today's episode was produced by me, Maylie Evans. Thank you for listening. <laughs>